Dr. Davies is not a licensed doctor, a tenured professor in any UN recognized nation or provisional state, including the territory form. The Children's Hour of Knowledge. Back to the Children's Hour of Knowledge, starring me, Dr. Davy, and my puppet pals. Coming to you live from the Kids Only Super Genius Treehouse Lab here in Detroit. With me, as always, is my co host, Bongo McTweedlepants. Say hi, Bongo. B- Bongo? Terry? Terry, did Bongo not come into work today? I'm here! I'm here! Knowledge is half the power, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> wow. Bongo, pretty unprofessional. I got us a guest puppet. I had to pick him up from the airport. Why would you need to get a guest puppet? Don't we have a guy for that? You screamed obscenities at his kids and then you fired him, remember? Last week? Last week? Anyway, uh, yeah, come on in. Come on in. I called in a favor from an old college buddy. Okay, kids, you've heard him on the internationally acclaimed kids' science show, Dr. Bonkers Educational Fun Time. Let's give a big treehouse of knowledge welcome to... Oh, Christ. Thaddeus Von Wiggle Trousers! Hello, children. Your smiles are like the sunshine from a unicorn's hug. You went to college with this guy? Sure, we were both on the debate team at Puppet Harvard. Remind me again, where did you attend school, David? Puppet Cornell. Huh. I see. So you received your puppet degree in... I, I... I didn't actually graduate. The administration was full of Nazis, okay? They blackballed me just because my dissertation was technically racist. Technically. Fascinating. You were denied your degree then. Oh, I didn't give them the satisfaction. I left before graduation in protest. You left in the back of a police car. I see. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if memory serves, Cornell is the Ivy League school chiefly reserved for pity admissions to the progeny of the cross-eyed and toothless middle class. Is that about right? Well, I, uh... Our... Our first question of the day is... Dear Bongo, what does progeny mean? Love a child. Bongo? Progeny means children, Davy. Right. Okay. Thaddeus, how about you don't talk about my mom's teeth and I don't put a cigarette out in your eye? The actual first question of the day comes from a sweet young lady named Frances from New Mexico. It reads, Dear Profo... Profoctor? What in heaven's name is a Profoctor? Profoctor is a term with no legal standing created for the exclusive use of the children's hours of knowledge. And I read the questions, Thaddeus. May I call you Thad? You may not. Wow. This puppet has more than a guy's hand up his ass, am I right? <laughs> Bongo, come on. Back me up here. The letter reads, Dear Profoctor Davy, what is string theory? Wow, Francis, what a grown-up question. String theory was created in 1985 by Stephen Hawking when he hit his head in a toilet seat and lost the use of his legs. What? It came to him in a vision, and it's one of the main technological components that makes time travel possible. Is he making a joke? What is this? Thankfully, he was saved from Morlock attack in the far future by a book in his breast pocket. A copy of the Da Vinci Code. Is this what you were talking about on the ride over, Bongo? This is exactly what I was talking about. Very well, then I'm just gonna pop in here and repair whatever damage I can. My dear Francis, ignore everything that awful man just said. String theory comprises a number of fascinating theoretical frameworks for physics, all of which share something called the 
holographic principle. Fascinating is right, but string theory is also entirely hypothetical at this point, since none of its predictions can actually be tested, which puts... Why, that's not quite true, Bongo. Many of its predictions are falsifiable. In a lab the size of the solar system? Oh, oh, really? Because I heard that they're already conducting experiments on the subject in Large Hard-On Collider. Did you just say the large... Hard on? Yes, which raises concerns about the possibility of exposure to Hawking radiation pending a study conducted at CERN in 2007 citation needed. Is that a Palm Pilot, David? No. Yes, it is. I got you that for Christmas. This is my dialysis machine. You're just reading... You're reading that directly from a Wikipedia entry, aren't you? I've never even Wikipedia-ed before. Now, I do remember an article on the Large Hadron Collider to which I contributed, which is being activated later this month as part of the continued search for the Higgs boson condensate. Is that what you meant, David? You know, maybe we should just move on to the second question, okay, guys? No, no, Bongo. Let him answer. Is that what you meant, David? Bongo, you've heard of the Large Hard-On Collider, right? Moving on. Dear Bongo, where do corn chips come from? From Janie in Vakovic. Now, now that is a question with a surprising amount of depth, Janie. The earliest mass-produced corn chip was cooked up from a recipe discovered by a man named Elmer Doolin in San Antonio, Texas, 1932. He called them frittatas and later fritos. But the existence of that corn chip comes from the fried tortillas, which were a staple of Tex-Mex cuisine, created by Tejanos. Texans of Mexican descent, back when Texas was actually a territory of what was called New Spain. Nowadays, the snacks are commonly delineated into thicker, coarser corn chips and thinner, lighter tortilla chips. I'm surprised you even know what chips means over here. What was that? What are you doing? Can't you tell, mate? I'm from your side of the pond. Witness, children, the long-term effects of shaken baby syndrome. Come on, Davy, we discussed you doing accents on the show. How about another shrimp on the barbie? What the drooling mongoloid is attempting to say is that the word chips has different meanings in Britain and America. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting fact. There are, there are lots of words that have different meanings. Another interesting uh. fact, kids. Thaddeus is impotent. How dare you, <laughs> sir? That is... Completely. Oh, you think uh, it's funny? Um, poop, poop, anus. <laughs> Sorry, Thaddeus. That was completely inappropriate. You're, you're right. You didn't say it was inappropriate when he called me a mongoloid. Well... I've never even been to Mongolia. How did you get involved with this man, Bongo? My God, you have your puppet masters in adolescent education. Sure, but there aren't that many jobs out there for you. Is that all? Listen, why not ditch this hack and come back with me to Dr. Bonker's educational fun time? You could use another alphabet puppet. You could do some real good for the children. Well, I mean, that's tempting, but not all the kids can afford satellite radio. Oh, excuse me. You can do some good for the children who will someday amount to anything. Hey! He's kind of right about that part, Bongo. How, how dare you, both of you! Our listeners have just as much chance of changing the world as anyone else. How dare you assume their value as human beings is somewhat diminished just because of their social class? Shame on you. I'm not coming back until you two figure out something good to apologize to our audience. Um. 
Want to read some pages I photocopied out of his diary? Yes. Children's Hour of Knowledge. 